Top Notch and Unruly Novel Audiobook Chapter 1 to Chapter In Riverdale District, the doors of a prison slowly opened. Bradley Jackson waved goodbye to his friends in the prison before walking outside in large strides. After he lifted his head, he narrowed his eyes as he allowed the bright sunlight to shine on his face. Feeling as though centuries had passed in the prison, Bradley looked excited and agitated. I am finally free. Five years ago, when he just graduated high school, he was accepted into a famous university. However, at a class gathering, a drunken Jeff Sully wanted to rape his girlfriend. Initially, Bradley merely wanted to stop him, but Jeff smacked him with a beer bottle and attacked him with a knife, leaving a few wounds on his body. Under those urgent circumstances, he had stabbed Jeff in order to defend himself. However, none of his classmates would testify for him after that. Even his girlfriend, Natalie Tucker, also lied, saying that he was fully responsible for the fight. Why? It is just because I am a poor bloke who came from the countryside. It is because Jeff's family is rich. Natalie Tucker, Jeff Sully, just you wait. I will never let you go. Bradley silently swore to himself. However, no one would have imagined that he had received a lot of knowledge transfer in the prison. From cultivation methods, medicinal knowledge, to feng shui and charts, he had learned a lot. Throughout the five years in the prison, he had already assimilated all the knowledge he learned. And he even successfully introduced qi into his body. He believed that he would definitely lead a glorious life through the knowledge that he received. At this moment, two different voices reached his ear. Brad, Bradley, with a jolt of his body, Bradley looked into the distance and saw his mother and younger sister waiting for him on their family as old Dryshaw. At that instant, tears welled up his eyes as he immediately kneeled before his mother. Mom. The longing and guilt he had for them immediately turned into tears. My son, his mother, Janice Carlson also couldn't stop wiping tears off her cheeks. Brad, let us go home. His sister, Emily Jackson, helped him up. All right, let us go home. With that, Bradley went into the old dry shop with his mother and sister. Seeing his aged mother and plain sister, he swore once again to let his family live a good life. Brad, what's on your mind? Emily's voice interrupted Bradley's train of thoughts. Bradley merely smiled. Nothing. Just slightly wistful that you have grown into a beautiful young woman. Just as what he said. The 18-year-old Emily had a slim waist and a beautiful figure. Looking quite attractive indeed. She had small lips and a straight nose. With her hair tied up into a ponytail. She looked quite innocent with her clear, wide eyes. Gee. Thanks, Brad. Emily blushed, looking shy. You ray now in your senior year, right? Bradley asked. With that, both his mother and his sister looked slightly uncomfortable. Brad, I haven't been going to school these few days. I am actually going to stop studying. Emily squeaked quietly with her head lowered. Bradley's expression changed immediately. Why? Why do you want to drop out? You have been doing pretty well in school, haven't you? Young lady, 
Why did you spill the beans so quickly? What have I told you before we arrived? Janice chastised Emily before turning to Bradley. Brad, stop asking. We LL tell you when we reach home. Seeing his mother and his little sister as worried look, Bradley guessed that something must have happened in his family. Mom, where is dad? He suddenly remembered his father. Based on his personality, he should have come to pick me up. But he isn't here. Your dad, sigh. Janice knew that she couldn't hide this from her son. But she had no idea how to break the news to him. So she only sighed and wiped the tears off her face. Brad. Dad broke his leg. And the doctor said it needs to be amputated. With that, Emily couldn't hold her emotions anymore and broke into tears. There was a ringing in his head. Pain shot through Bradley as he asked in a trembling voice. Which hospital is dad in right now? He is at the district hospital. Janice wiped the tears off her face. Initially, he didn't want us to tell you because you just got out of prison. He wanted you to go home and rest for a few days first and tell you only after he finished the operation. Bradley didn't utter another word. With tears welling in his eyes, he stepped on the trishaw with all his might as he rushed to the district hospital. A father's love is like a mountain. He would never forget his father's exceptional figure, planting crops all his life for their family. In no time, Bradley arrived at the district hospital with his mother and sister. When he slowly opened the door of his father's ward, he saw a few doctors in white robes discussing something in front of his father's bed. Dad, Bradley greeted with a sob. Everyone in the ward looked at him. He walked directly to his father, Craig Jackson, and kneeled before his bed. Dad, I am sorry. With tears streaming down his face, Craig held Bradley's hands. It is good that you are finally out. Good. Good. Janice and Emily also came to the bed. The entire family had finally reunited. Though they were in the hospital. After they talked among themselves. A doctor nearby said. All right. Please sign this agreement for the operation. The man was Craig's attending doctor. From his nematag. His name was Robert Dalton. Bradley didn't take note of the few other doctors. Though his gaze lingered on the female doctor standing in front of them. She was in her twenties. And her figure was quite tall. Her looks stood out from the crowd. She had red lips and a pair of clear eyes that shone like stars in the skies. Looking beautiful and elegant. Of course. Bradley wasn't he just looking at her beautiful face. He also looked at her namatag as well Kate Nicholson. Lead doctor. It is not easy to become the lead doctor at such a young age. Dr. Nicholson. Dr. Dalton. Thank you. I'll sign this right now. After taking the agreement from Robert. Janice was about to sign. When suddenly. Mom. Wait. Bradley stopped his mother and circulated the small amount of chi in his body as he opened his penetrative vision and looked at his father's legs. Mr. Jackson. Is there a problem? Seeing Bradley's refusal, Kate quickly asked him in a gentle manner. She had a melodious voice. Bradley retracted his gaze and smiled at her. It is not a big problem. But my dad doesn't need an amputation anymore. Eric Kate was shocked upon hearing that. What does he mean? What? Brad, 
Why won't your dad need an amputation anymore? Janice was also stunned by her son as words. Brad, do you have other ways to cure dad? Emily was rather smart. She heard the implied meaning in her brother as words. Mom, I met an old traditional Chinese doctor in prison. And he taught me a lot about traditional Chinese medicine. With just a look at dad's leg. I know that he can be cured using traditional Chinese medicine. There is no need for amputation at all. Bradley explained. Ha. Huh. So you just got out of the prison. I was just wondering about your striking haircut. You even learned traditional Chinese medicine in prison. Ha ha ha. Let me tell you that traditional Chinese medicine is obsolete now. Your dad's legs have to be amputated using Western medicinal methods. Robert sneered at Bradley. To him, Bradley was suspecting his medical caliber. On top of that, he did that in front of Kate. Robert's crush. Hence, he would not tolerate that at all. Upon hearing Robert's words, Bradley frowned. Janice was unhappy to hear that. Dr. Dalton, is this how you speak to patients? So what if he has been in prison? Not everyone in prison is bad. That's right. Emily was also unhappy with Robert's attitude. Please don't be angry. I wasn't targeting anyone with my speech. I was just speaking based on facts. Right now, it's true that traditional Chinese medicine is on the decline. On top of that, your son didn't even check on his father's leg. Yet he claimed that there is no need for amputation. This wrong conclusion is going to cost his life. Robert argued. Traditional Chinese medicine is all about observation. We don't need so many fancy equipment like Western medicine. With that, Bradley handed the operation agreement back to Kate. Dr. Nicholson, please arrange the discharge procedures for my father. Thank you. You will only bring more harm to your father. Kate said seriously. There is a crack in his femur that will cause his nerves to freeze up and his blood vessels to harden. His muscle will soon deteriorate as well. If we don't perform an amputation in time, when the symptoms spread, he might be half paralyzed. Do you understand? That's right. If you don't want us to cure your dad, just tell us. But don't challenge our medicinal knowledge. Robert spoke unrelentingly. I am telling you that I can cure my dad by myself. Bradley's face darkened as he uttered. Robert snorted coldly. Ha. Huh. Based on the traditional Chinese medicine knowledge you learned in prison. If you can really cure him. I'll quit immediately and refund all your father's medical expenses in this hospital. Otherwise, you do have to apologize to me in public. Are you serious? Yes. The main reason for Robert taking on a bet with Bradley was just to show off how excellent he was in front of Kate. As for the traditional Chinese medicine, Bradley claimed that he knew. Robert did not care about it at all. He is just someone from the countryside who just got out of prison. He doesn't even have the right to compete with me. HMPH. I didn't want to embarrass you initially. But since you asked for it yourself. You can't blame me later. Bradley glared at Robert before turning around to talk to Craig. Dad. I'll cure you now. You will be able to walk in 10 minutes. Tops. Brad. Are you serious? Craig was excited to hear that. 
If his leg was really amputated, the rest of his life would be ruined. However, he found it hard to believe his son's words that he would be able to walk again. T10 minutes. Janice also looked at her son incredulously. Childish. Kate glared at Bradley coldly. She wanted to see how he would cure him. And of course, she was also prepared to stop him if anything went wrong. Dad. Mom. You guys should believe in Brad. Emily had been quite dependent on Bradley. So she didn't doubt his words at all. All right. All right. Brad. Please start. Craig thought. Well, if he can't cure me, I can also continue with the amputation. There is nothing to lose here. Then, Bradley started his treatment for his father. At that moment, many people stood around the door of the ward as they discussed among themselves. In front of everyone, Bradley pressed both his hands on Craig's legs. He kneaded, pinched, and knocked on it, looking quite experienced at doing so. Meanwhile, Robert was still sneering as he thought Bradley was just acting it out. However, Kate silently exclaimed internally as she could see through Bradley as special techniques. Halfway through the treatment, Craig suddenly exclaimed loudly, Huh, Brad, I, I can feel my legs now. Mom, did you hear that? Dad can feel his legs again. Emily grabbed Janice's hands happily. Meanwhile, Janice also nodded excitedly with a hopeful look in her eyes. Bradley smiled and continued his actions. His way of massaging had helped many people in prison. Using this massaging technique, he helped his father to relax his nerves and blood vessels. Then, he used his chi to heal the shrunken muscles and the crack in his bones. Ten minutes later, phew, it has done. Dad, try getting out of the bed and walk. With that, Bradley wiped the sweat from his forehead. After all, such a way of massaging would use up a lot of his energy as he would have to press on each acupoint and nerve precisely. On top of that, he would have to use a lot of chi, so it would still exhaust a lot of his energy. Of course, it was mainly because he was still at the chi introduction stage. He had not entered the gateway of training yet. At this moment, in front of everyone, Craig placed his legs on the ground and slowly stood up. Mom, Dad is standing up now. He can stand now. Emily was so elated that she almost jumped out of bed. This is great. This is great. Tears of joy streaked down Janice's cheeks. Oh, my, that guy has got some magic medicinal skills. Initially, his leg had to be amputated. But he can actually stand up now. It is a miracle. Everyone at the door of the ward was shocked and amazed to see this. On the other hand, Kate looked at Craig, who had taken a few steps, before she looked at Bradley with an excited expression on her face. When she looked at Bradley, especially, it was as if she was looking at a precious item. Haha, Brad, my good son, this is amazing. You are incredible. The more steps Craig took, the more excited he became. He gave a thumbs up to his son as he let out a hearty laugh. No, no, this is impossible. With an ugly expression on his pale face, Robert was shocked beyond belief. Dr. Dalton, 
What did you say you'd do if my son could cure his father? Janice glanced at Robert. She had been holding her anger in when he was laughing at her son just now. Mom, Dr. Dalton said that he would resign and also return dad as hospitalization fees to us entirely. Emily spoke with a bright flicker in her eyes. How much would that be? Bradley asked. Around 50. Zero, zero, zero. Kate walked to Bradley with a bright smile on her face. As if she was a child who wanted to show off in front of her parents. I'll ask someone to calculate the exact amount later. All right. Thanks, Dr. Nicholson. By the way, please continue with the paperwork for my father to be discharged. Actually, Bradley felt uncomfortable upon seeing the way Kate looked at him with a twinkle in her eyes. No problem. She agreed immediately. Meanwhile, Robert sank to the ground with an expression of despair on his face. However, when he looked at Bradley, his eyes were full of loathing. Kate was quite efficient indeed. In no time, she had calculated all the hospitalization fees for Craig. It was 53.000 in total. On top of that, she had also finished the discharge paperwork. Holding his father, Bradley walked outside with his mother and sister. Just as the family was about to get onto the old trishaw, Kate ran out to them. Bradley, after running to him, she glanced at the old trishaw he was on in a slightly awkward fashion. However, she still smiled at him. Are you interested in working for our hospital? Our pay is quite high. To her, since Bradley came from the countryside, he couldn't be that well off. On top of that, he had just come out from prison. Hence, logically speaking, he wouldn't reject her offer of working at the district hospital with a high salary. However, he said flatly, I am sorry, it is not in my current plans. Thank you. With that, he cycled away on the trishaw, leaving Kate dumbfounded on the spot. After being stunned for a while, she stomped her feet and pouted while mumbling. What an irritating fellow. Bradley, why did you reject Dr. Nicholson immediately? Yeah, Bradley, that s a job at the district hospital. If you become full-time there, we won't have to worry about money for the rest of our lives. On the way back, Craig and Janice couldn't stop nagging on Bradley about that. To both of them, a job at the district hospital was a good job that wouldn't let one worry about money for the rest of their lives. Dad, Mom, I learned a lot from the traditional Chinese medicine doctor in prison. Don't worry about my future. Okay. Bradley smiled forcefully. Since when could anyone learn something from prison? Craig asked. What do you know? You only work on the crops every day. Many people even took university degrees while they were in prison. Seeing that Bradley had a mind of his own, both Craig and Janice stopped nagging on him. However, Emily suddenly added. Brad, do you think Dr. Nicholson might have fallen for you? A sharp screech rang as Bradley almost fell from the trishaw. Young lady, do you even know what love is? Brad, I am not a little girl anymore. I am already 18. Emily straightened her back, but her face still blushed red.
The reason she thought that Kate liked Bradley was because the expression she had when she looked at him was the same as the expression the guys in school had as they looked at her. Bradley, you are not young anymore. After some time, I'll talk to the matchmaker to find a wife for you. Do you know that Mistress Cooper's son already has children? Bradley was speechless upon hearing his mother's words. When the family returned to Sierra Village, the sun had already set. The mountains and rivers still remained green and clear. Even so, the old houses clearly reflected how behind and poor the village was. There was nothing they could do about it as Sierra Village was simply too far from the city. On top of that, the road to the village was rocky, so it was difficult to build a proper road. Because of that, Sierra Village had to been developed. At this moment, right after they entered the village, a few villagers greeted them. Oh, Mistress Jackson, you've finally fetched your son back. Brad, since you are out of prison, be a good man and stop fighting. The villagers seemed warm and friendly, but Bradley, who was at the Chi introduction stage, could hear the different comments they made behind their backs. Alas, Mr. Jackson's son is as good as useless. What can he do after five years of prison time? I am afraid he can't even find a wife. Bradley didn't care about the snide comments behind their backs. However, just as they were about to reach their house, a sarcastic voice entered their ears. Oh, my, Janice. Your son has been released from prison after serving a full sentence. It is not that I want to be nosy, but since Bradley has been in prison for five years, it is a big deal that he is out today. Why didn't you rent a car to pick him up? Julia Holden spoke while standing by the door, eating snacks. Brad, it must have been awful in prison. It is not that I want to nag you, but you should learn from my son, Paul. He is now a secretary to a big boss in the city, earning tons of money. By the way, my daughter, Penny, is also dating someone in the city. Enough. Julia, can you stop bragging? Brad is doing well. You don't have to worry about him. Janice roared at Julia angrily before speaking to Bradley. Let us go. Brad, let us go home. After shooting a glance at Julia, Bradley entered the compound of his house with the trishaw. Julia was his neighbor, who liked to brag about herself and laugh at others. Bradley couldn't care less about people like her. He appraised their house after they had returned. There were broken bricks and roofs everywhere, it looked worse than how it was five years ago. Brad, give me a moment. I'll make something nice for us. With that, Janice started preparing for dinner. To celebrate Bradley's release from prison, Craig killed a chicken to make dinner. Based on their family's financial situation, they could only afford to eat meat during New Year or some festive celebration. Even though he felt sorry for themselves, Bradley had a happy dinner with the rest of the family. However, halfway through dinner, someone knocked on the door loudly. It is already late evening. Who could it be? Bradley got up to open the door. In no time, Emily started screaming. A-H-H-H. Brad, save me, save me. Bradley's expression changed immediately as he rushed out of the door. Then, 
He saw Patrick Hart pulling his little sister. F asterisk CK. Bradley kicked Patrick to the ground. Patrick, do you want to die? Patrick Hart was a famous gangster around Sierra Village. He was still up to no good even after five years. At this moment, Craig and Janice also came outside. As soon as they saw that Patrick was behind all this, they were immediately furious. Patrick, if you continue to harass Emily, I will call the police. Janice was furious as this wasn't the first time Patrick had harassed Emily. Dad, what's going on? Bradley asked. Glaring at Patrick, Craig said, This fellow kept harassing Emily and asking her to marry him. There were several occasions where he even laid his hands on her. F asterisk CK. Patrick got up and spat on the ground before glaring at Bradley and his entire family. With a dark expression on his face, he said, Let me tell you this from the moment Emily borrowed money from me. She was already my wife. This is the loan agreement you can see for it yourselves. With that, he threw a document that was typed on a piece of a four paper. Borrowed money. Loan agreement. Craig and Janice were shocked to hear that. Obviously, they didn't know that this had been going on. Then, Bradley took the loan agreement that Patrick threw on the ground to read it. A bunch of words were written on it. But after he opened his penetrative vision, he finished reading it in no time. There were four clear messages on the agreement. The amount of money borrowed. The interest. The due date to return the money. If the money wasn't returned by the deadline, it would be considered dowry, and Emily would be married to him. Emily's signature and fingerprint was on the agreement. Emily, how could you sign this agreement with Patrick? Bradley looked at Emily darkly. Brad, what's written on it? Craig asked. Emily borrowed 50.000 from Patrick last month, but the amount has been raised to 100. 000 due to the interest. The day after tomorrow would be the deadline to return the money. If we can't do that, the money will be considered as dowry. Bradley explained. What? Emily raised her head in shock. With teary eyes, she said, Brad, I borrowed 50. 000 from Patrick indeed. But he didn't let me look at the loan agreement. He just told me that the interest rate is very little it would only be hundreds of bucks by New Year. And he said I could pay him back within three years. He also didn't mention that it would be considered as dowry if I didn't return him the money. You silly girl. Are you an idiot? You actually borrowed money from Patrick and lied to me that it was from your classmates. You. Janice was about to slap Emily in that situation. But after she raised her hand. She couldn't bring herself to do so. Hence, she sobbed again. Emily was also crying. At that time, the hospital wanted us to hand in the hospitalization and medicine fees. What else could I do? Tears also flooded down Craig's cheeks. It was all because of me that she had to borrow money. I am the source of this trouble. Bradley finally understood the entire situation. Emily needed the money in a rush. So she fell into Patrick's trap. Emily was simply too innocent. Thanks for listening to the Bravanoval Audiobook. Welcome to download the Bravanoval APP.
Read the novel top notch and unruly online and get the latest updates. Please see the video introduction for the novel details page and app download address.